Hi everyone, Dr. Margaret Paul here, and today I'd like to talk about how learning to love yourself heals addictions. Addictions to substances and processes are one of the main ways that people have learned to avoid feeling our painful feelings. But the problem is that addictions are a major way that we abandon ourselves, which then leads to more pain and more addictive behavior. So in our society, we have a ton of ways of, of being addicted. There's so many ways that there's so many things we can get addicted to. Uh, we can get addicted to food and sugar, junk food, processed food, ultra-processed food. We can get addicted to prescription drugs and recreational drugs, nicotine, caffeine, alcohol, so many substances that are available for us to get addicted to. And of course, this is very different than um, than using something just because you want to relax and 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 chill out. That's very different. Um, we when we're using something to avoid our pain, that's when it becomes an addiction. I mean, like like there's 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 a lot of process addictions, things and activities where we overwork, we overspend, um, we get obsessed with social media, or we're on our phone all the time, or on our computer, or, or just obsessed with how we look, with glamorizing, or, or we turn to cleaning up. A lot of people use cleaning as a way to avoid pain. Or gambling, video games have become a big addiction. Or addiction to sex, to pornography, to television, to sports, um, to anger. You know, which is like that's showing up with with the killing of George Floyd, the anger projected out on other people. That is really, really a projection of one's anger towards oneself, one's own self abandonment. And then there's addictions like caretaking, taking care of others in the hopes that they're going to take care of you, or withdrawing, shutting down, resisting, judging yourself is a major addiction, blaming others. Blaming races, blaming people different than us. Even meditation can be an addiction. It, it, it just really depends upon your intention. Um, if your intention is to meditate and connect with your higher guidance, then it's a wonderful thing to do is taking good care of yourself. But if you're meditating as a spiritual bypass to just bliss out and avoid responsibility for your feelings then obviously it becomes an addiction. You know, same thing with work. We can work to express ourselves, to express our creativity and our passion, or we can work to avoid pain. We can overwork. Um, th so there's so many things that we can use to avoid pain in our society. And some of the very same things, like you can watch television because your favorite program is on and you just want to chill out, or you can surf the channels as a way to um, avoid your pain. So again, it depends upon your intention. If your intention is to be loving to yourself, then these things don't become addictions. But if your intention is to use them to avoid your pain, then they do uh, become addictions. Um, I, I used to be addicted to caretaking, taking care of others in the hopes 
that they would take care of me. I thought that was being loving. I th- I thought I mean it's kind of a martyr thing. You take care of others and you think you're you're so loving, but then of course when they don't give back to you in the way you want, then you feel angry. And then I became addicted to being angry and feeling like a victim because I was giving, giving, giving and getting depleted and actually getting sick. And people were not giving back. And so caretaking is a major form of addiction, a major form of control. These are all forms of control. We want to control our own feelings. We want to control other people as ways of avoiding responsibility for our own feelings. And addictions become a way to fill up the emptiness when you haven't learned to love yourself. When you're not paying attention to your own feelings, when you're not open to learning from your feelings, which is a major aspect of what the inner bonding process is about, when you're not staying present in your body with your feelings and wanting to learn from them and wanting responsibility for them, and you do all of these addictive ways of avoiding them, what happens is you create an emptiness inside. And then, of course, the emptier you feel, the more you want to turn to your various addictions. It's it's just a vicious circle. And, And this leads to a lot of greed because the emptier you get by avoiding your feelings, the more you want to fill up from outside. And so maybe the harder you work and the more you spend and the more you accumulate and you need more and more, a bigger house, more money, whatever, in order to stave off the pain and fill up the emptiness that you're, you're experiencing because of self-abandonment. And you're abandoning yourselves when, when you're up in your head, you're not paying any attention to your feelings, you're ignoring your feelings, you're making other people responsible for them, you're turning to addictions, a major form of self-abandonment, you're judging yourself, which is also an addiction and a way of abandoning yourself. And so I hope you can see that this becomes a vicious circle where the more that you abandon yourself, the emptier you feel, the emptier you feel, the more you want to turn to various addictions, whether it's substances or processes or activities. And then the more you do that, the emptier you feel, because what we really need inside is not any of that. What we really need inside is love. This is what fills. When we feel empty, that's our inner self. You can call that our inner child letting us know that we're abandoning ourselves, that we're not loving ourselves. That's what emptiness is about. It's a lack of love. And things aren't love. Food isn't love. Sugar isn't love. Processed foods aren't love. Drugs aren't love. Alcohol isn't love. Television isn't love. None of these things are love. Social media isn't love. Love is spirit. Love, you can call love God. We we live in the energy of love. And that love is there for us when our intention is to be loving to ourselves. When our intention is to control in order to avoid our pain, then we shut that door. We shut our our heart door. Our heart closes down. And 
we can't access that love that is always here for us. That that love, we we live in that love. And when we're open to learning about loving ourselves, then we have access to that love. That love comes down into our heart and down into our soul and fills us up. And that's the only thing that's truly filling on the level that we need. You can eat and eat. You can eat all the junk food you want and all the sugar you want, and it'll fill you for the time being, for five minutes or a half an hour, and then you're empty again. You can play video games, and you might not feel that emptiness for a bit, but then what happens when you're not playing or not gambling? or not blaming somebody, then you're empty again. And that emptiness, like I said, indicates a lack of love. It indicates that you're abandoning yourself. You're not loving yourself. Now, addictions are not only a way to try and feel emptiness, but they're a way to avoid pain when you haven't learned how to learn from your pain and how to manage your pain. And again, this is what the six steps of inner bonding are all about. I encourage you to go to innerbonding.com and take our free course and read the articles and start learning about the six steps of inner bonding because then you're going to learn how to be present with your feelings. And you're going to learn about what your feelings are telling you because they all have vital information for you. And you're going to learn how to manage the pain of life, the loneliness, the grief, the heartbreak, the helplessness that we all feel at times. And instead of judging yourself and turning to various addictions to avoid this pain, you're going to learn to bring love and compassion to the pain, which is what heals it, which is what allows it to move through your body and get released. Addictions are a way to avoid the emptiness and avoid the pain. But they cause more pain and they cause more emptiness. So lots of times people say to me, well, what's the point of feeling pain? You know, what, what, why feel pain? Why cry over spilt milk? It, a pain has so much to teach us the pain that we're causing, the, the anxiety, the depression, the guilt, the shame, the anger, the aloneness, the emptiness, jealousy, this pain lets us know that we're not loving ourselves, that we're abandoning ourselves. We need to know that. We need to be aware of this pain in order to know that we're not loving ourselves, that we need to pay attention. And the pain of life the loneliness, the grief, the heartbreak, the helplessness lets us know that there's something that we need to attend to with another person or with a situation. It lets us know that we need to open and bring compassion inside. Love and compassion are not feelings that we, we manufacture. We don't generate them. We open to them. When we're open to learning about loving ourselves, then those feelings of love and compassion can enter our heart and we can bring them down inside to soothe the painful feelings inside and let them release. So it's so important that we stop avoiding our pain, that we 
open to learning from what all of our feelings have to tell us, both the wounded painful feelings that we cause and the existential painful feelings of life that we need to attend to with so much kindness and so much compassion. When we don't attend to these feelings, then they become like like festering wounds inside, and they can cause illness. A lot of illness is from ignoring our pain rather than from attending to it with love and compassion and learning from it. In fact, um, doctors say that so many patients come into them with so much stress that 90% of their patients have a lot of stress, and that's because they're avoiding their feelings. When you attend to your feelings with kindness, with caring and compassion, then you release that stress out of your body. It doesn't fester. And so um, when you avoid your pain, not only do you create the emptiness and the resulting addictions, but you also might be creating illness. And of course, we, we all want to be healthy. We don't want to be sick. And so it's so important to learn to deal with our feelings. And this is what inner bonding is about. This is why I hope that all of you start learning and practicing inner bonding. We offer a lot of courses, but if you can't afford them, there's so much free information on the site and books on inner bonding. Anybody can learn it. You don't need to have money to do this. Anybody can learn the six steps of inner bonding, which are so life-changing. So loving yourself is what this is all about. When you love yourself, then you heal your addictions. And loving yourself is like, like if you imagine that you have an actual child and the child comes to you upset. If you want to be a loving parent, you pay attention to the child. You hold the child, you comfort the child, and you want to know what's causing the upset, even if it's about you. Even if there's something you've done, you want to know. A caring parent wants to know and pays attention and listens and then takes action, whatever action is necessary to help that child. Sometimes it's just advising the child on something the child might need to do with a friend. But sometimes it's an action that you need to take as a parent so that your child isn't getting hurt by you. Well, this is the same thing on the inner level. You want to imagine that your feelings are an inner child and that those feelings of stress, those those feelings of anger and fear and anxiety and any of the feelings are letting you know that you need to now pay attention. You need to stop avoiding. You need to do what you would do if you wanted to be a loving child, a loving parent with a child who was hurting. And that's step one of inner bonding is moving inside, getting present with your feelings, wanting responsibility for them, being caring towards your own feelings. And part of the process is, is listening, listening to what your feelings are telling you learning to understand how you're treating yourself that's hurting yourself. Because if you're ignoring your feelings and you're judging yourself and you're avoiding them with addictions and you're making others responsible, you are hurting yourself. 
And so the pain is letting you know that. And loving yourself means that, that, that you want to know this and that you, you practice not judging yourself, that you practice staying present with your feelings, that you stop making others responsible. It's like if you had a child who you loved, you wouldn't be handing that child over to somebody else to love. You would want to love that child. And it's the same thing on the inner level. When you want to love yourself, you want responsibility for learning to bring love inside, not making other people responsible. And if you want to love yourself, you learn to be kind and compassionate towards yourself rather than judgmental. Virtually all of us have, have learned to judge ourselves. We, we were judged in school. We were judged at home. We were judged by siblings, by peers, by religious leaders. There's so much judgment that we've learned. But none of it is loving. And just like it wouldn't be loving to judge a child for their feelings, it's not loving to judge yourself. And so part of loving yourself is learning to pay attention to the judgments because as soon as you judge yourself, you're going to feel bad and learn to bring love and compassion and kindness rather than judgment. So inner bonding is such a powerful process, a six-step process for learning to love yourself. And anybody can learn these six steps And as you learn and practice them, you know, of course, they take practice. Anything worth learning takes practice. But as you learn and practice the six steps of inner bonding, um, you start to feel so much better because you're no longer abandoning yourself. And and I'm, I'm hoping you can start to see that if you're actually learning to love yourself rather than abandon yourself, um, then you, you don't want to turn to the various addictions that you've been turning to. I used to be addicted to sugar. I was addicted to carbs. I was addicted to processed foods when I was younger. But when I learned um, inner bonding and I practice inner bonding and I learned to bring love inside, love is so much better than sugar, I assure you. And love is so much better, your own love, bringing love in from spirit brings you such joy. It's so much better than other people's love. So often people think, well, other people have to love me for me to be okay. And and that's fine. I mean, it feels good when other people love us. But our love is the cake, and other people's love is the icing on the cake. And if there's no cake, then that other people's love doesn't even land. If you're judging yourself, you don't even take in other people's love. So it has to start with loving yourself. And what I found with myself and my clients is that when I learn to truly love myself, the addictions just go by the wayside. You you don't want them because they're not loving to you. And, And that emptiness isn't there. And so there's nothing to fill up with the various addictions. You're filling yourself up with love. And then you get to experience the greatest joy in life, which is the sharing of love. We don't have love to share if we're not filling ourselves up with love. But when you practice inner bonding and you learn to fill yourself with love, then you have love to share. And when two people are sharing love, that is the most wonderful experience in life. So I I hope you can begin to see that, that loving yourself 
is what heals addictions. You can certainly use willpower to stop, but you know usually that doesn't work for so long. You can stop drinking for a while, but then you go back to it, or, or stop your video games for a while, but then you go back to it, or stop the sugar, but then you go back to it, because you're not bringing love inside. So I just so want to encourage all of you, it's just so life-changing to learn and practice inner bonding. And you can begin to do that at innerbonding.com.